Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, the place that you want to be to buy your bulls in 2020. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, grain markets are being indirectly affected by the coronavirus. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50 and a high of plus 2, the low minus 3. Tomorrow, clearing skies, wind southeast 20, becoming 30, gusting to 50, and the high tomorrow plus 9, 40% chance of evening showers. Saturday, windy, the low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy and windy, the high minus 4, the low minus 15. Monday, partly cloudy, the high minus 6, the low minus 17. Tuesday, sunny with a high minus 7, the low minus 10. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high minus 2, the low minus 7. Thursday, partly cloudy, the high near minus 4. Normal high for this date, minus 9. The normal low, minus 21. The sun rose at 8.36 this morning. It sets at 5.48 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, Maple Creek at plus 6 right now. The cold spot, Collins Bay at minus 4. Around the province, Estevan minus 2. Saskatoon plus 2. Swift Current also plus 2. Weyburn plus 1. Yorkton minus 2. Regina, cloudy and plus one, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 24, giving a humidity of 69%. Thermometer is rising 101.2. Partly cloudy and moose jaw, plus four. Winds are from the west-northwest, 33, gusting to 42. Once again, Regina, partly cloudy, plus one, that's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And JGL Commodities, proudly serving Saskatchewan farm families for over 40 years. Looking to sell your grain? Call JGL Commodities today, 306-624-2378. Grain prices have taken a downturn during the past week. Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo of PI Financial in Regina says the coronavirus outbreak in China and other parts of the world is raising uncertainty about future food demand. Well, Jim, a lot has happened in the past week when it comes to not only the grain and the commodity markets, but also the stock market as well. So the coronavirus has definitely started to have a bit of a ripple effect throughout all markets. And in particular... Canola prices have dropped substantially here in the last two weeks. So now, looking back to January 13th, when prices were about $493 a ton on the March futures, they've now dropped about $30 a ton in that amount of time. And it's due to a few things. 
Palm oil has been declining just this week. It was down 11% in in one day, uh, which has brought down the soy markets as well. And again, adding a bit of a negative tone onto the canola markets. And that's definitely something to kind of watch going forward. We are at some important support levels now. But you see the coronavirus is having a direct impact on, say, canola prices? Well, actually, the word to use would be more indirectly because... When it comes to China, obviously this virus is going to affect their overall economy and can slow down them buying certain commodities and just, again, having that ripple effect throughout all markets. So traders are cautious here on adding positions and, again, especially on the stock side. However, there's a lot of other things that are going on that, for example, on the soybeans, the Brazilian crop is looking fairly fairly well. Um, traders are now wondering how many beans really China is going to buy. So with the phase one deal just recently signed, which we haven't been hearing about that much uh, in the news because of the coronavirus, and people are maybe questioning how much uh, China is going to start buying. So again, I would say it's more of an indirect effect on, on canola. We've talked about the canola market. Now, what about the wheat? What's happened there? Wheat has actually held up fairly well compared to canola. Uh, Wheat has gone down here approximately 30 cents since kind of the last couple of weeks. However, it is uh, is holding fairly steady here. And the biggest thing I would say for, for wheat is just to be kind of holding some of these important support levels. Next week, there could be some volatility just for all grains from a a fundamental side with StatsCan actually having a stocks report uh, on Wednesday the 5th. And then the week after, there's a USDA supply and demand report. So again, report days can always be volatile. But next week, you're saying the outlook is uncertain? Going forward for the next couple months, maybe, people will be watching to see how the virus will be affecting the overall markets. And more importantly, what type of buying will happen, what weather will be happening. So that's where I think the overall tone for next week and beyond is still just uncertainty. And however, like any grain or stock, they do get undervalued at some point. And that's what I am starting to kind of watch here, at least on the canola market. Adam Piccolo is a Commodity Futures Advisor with PI Financial in Regina. The University of Saskatchewan is solidifying its reputation as a leading source of beef cattle research. A new research chair will examine several priorities, including antibiotic use and resistance. Dr. Cheryl Waldner with the Western College of Veterinary Medicine will lead the five-year project. One of the immediate projects that we're working on is the development of genomics tools that will allow us to identify the right drug at the right time in the right animals to address bovine respiratory disease. Dr. Waldner's team will work with a network of veterinarians and cattle producers to evaluate antibiotic use in treating bovine respiratory disease. If we can diagnose this condition faster, if we can provide more evidence-based recommendations for antimicrobial use, 
we will save the industry a significant amount of money, but we will also protect antimicrobials and reduce the development of antimicrobial resistance. In addition to an $850,000 contribution by the university, the research chair is receiving $750,000 in federal funding and another $750,000 in producer checkoff funds. Ryan Beyerback is a cattle producer from Whitewood and is chair of the Beef Cattle Research Council. He says it's important to have accurate scientific information on antimicrobial use. It'll give us some information when it comes time to uh, help guide government regulation to make sure that they're based on accurate information. So, so between reducing producer costs uh, from use of antimicrobials and making sure that we aren't overly burdened with extra rules that don't make sense, it'll, uh, I see it having a big benefit to Saskatchewan and Canadian producers. Another priority for Waldner will be the development of specialized diagnostic and data management tools that can generate results in real time. Rather than having to wait for these results to come back from the lab, we're going to be able to provide strong evidence that says yes, this antimicrobial is very likely to be working, that this is a bacterial disease that requires an antimicrobial, and get that information to the producer in the time that's necessary to actually make it an effective treatment decision. University of Saskatchewan computer science researchers will develop new computer modeling as well as smartphone apps and sensors for producers and veterinarians. Hello folks, Bill Creech here with Hill 70 Quantock Ranch Barn Burning Bull Sale. We're at Lloydminster, Alberta and this is our 50th annual bull sale. It's February 1, 2020 right at the ranch. We'll sell 400 bulls, red and black Angus, horned and polled Herefords, Charlays, red and black Sim Angus bulls and Galvey balancers. 75% of these bulls are two-year-olds, they're held over, they're not leftovers, plus bred and open commercial females. We'll see you at our 50th annual bull sale. Remember to call us, 800-665-SALE. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. A farmer from the Winyard area is the new chair of the Saskatchewan Winter Cereals Development Commission. John Burns was elected at the commission's annual meeting in Saskatoon earlier this month. Burns says fall seeded crops make good economic and environmental sense. We need to have a broad base of different crops in Western Canada to be able to give, I guess, unique marketing opportunities. Just growing a isolated few crops gives more of a risk, whereas if we have a, a larger variety of crops, our risk as farmers, and, as, and it's not just farmers because it's, we also employ, or the industry employs a lot of service people and processors, so uh, it just stabilizes the farm economy, and I think winter cereals are a big factor, or can be a big factor in that, and, and addresses the uh, sustainability and the, the fact that we can build soil and have fewer pests and issues, because it's, uh, it's using a different timing of seeding, different harvest schedules, uh, different types of, I'll say, either weed or insect pressures, so it keeps the, uh, I guess, nature off. The nature that is critical to sustainability at, at, at bay, you know, it's, a, it's another tool we can use. So um, I, I think there's real opportunities that we probably haven't seen yet. And, and uh, I guess I'll go back to the fall rye and suggest that they talk about cover crops as being one way to help build the soil and to sustain the, the agricultural sector. And uh, it's, a, it's a good fit. It's a very good fit. 
The late harvest of spring seeded crops made it challenging for seeding winter crops, which traditionally are sown into stubble. But he says the advantage of winter cereals are early harvesting. Burns says warmer winter temperatures do not threaten fall seeded crops. It's absolutely the reverse because that would be usually our biggest risk is winter survival. Climate or modern winter survivability would be an easier obstacle to overcome. And in fact, I would suggest that if indeed we have more a riskier climate, winter cereals again are a more stable crop or more consistent crop to grow. And then largely we're looking at, at fall rye as being one of the main winter crops that would lend itself for Western Canada to have a, a multitude of, of applications or, or opportunities. Burns Farms with three other producers. All together they have about 22,000 acres. He says they were able to harvest most of their crops in the fall, but not everything. The um, only crops we weren't able to take off were ones that were not yet mature. Had they matured, we would have take, been able to take them off. But when we decided that uh, there was less risk to leaving them in the field, and so we left, we have a, a small amount of canola and a small amount of flax still remaining. But uh, it wasn't as if we wouldn't have been able to take them off. It's that they weren't, they were not ready. They just, with the type of year, they just weren't mature enough to consider taking off. You know, ultimately, it won't be a big challenge for us to, just in in the way we manage our farm. It's not going to be that big of a of a challenge. Again, I never like to overreact. It might have been a bigger challenge had we taken it off and then it spoiled in a bin. So, or 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 had a, a market challenge to it, some other quality. You know, when you were taking tests or you were at school or university and you got 97%, weren't you pretty happy? So we were pretty happy. And, and yeah, there'll be some that are totally finished and some that will be more challenged. But, again, each has a, makes a decision based on, on the previous history. And ultimately, I don't necessarily want to stress that, that it's going to be a real concern economically. You know, falling number was probably a bigger concern across the board. And, of course, we've overcome that to a large degree now. You know, there's some opportunities for that. So so all we have to do is make sure that we solve the problem. Growing winter cereals is a management tool on our farm because we're able to, you know, start our harvest earlier. And so that gives us the ability to be able to manage the later season crops as well So and, and, and better utilize our, uh, our equipment and our personnel. John Burns from Winyard is the chair of the Saskatchewan Winter Cereals Development Commission. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Nelson GM, Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $3.80 at $409.18. Oats dropped $1.33 at $205.91. Number one red spring wheat gained 88 cents at $225.39. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $266.39. Feed barley, $177.68. Flax, $521.35. Lentils, $482.50. Yellow peas, $246.89. Feed wheat, $156.83. In Minneapolis, March spring wheat is unchanged at 5.36 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia or Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers.
This is Graham Barnett with the Market Report Heartland Livestock here in Musha. 350 on offer for the week ending January 31st. This cow market looked like it was a good five bucks lower here this week. The late yearlings, not a lot on our offer, but they were looked like they were holding their own. The heavyweight yearlings, they're on a lower trend also. Pre-sort here on Tuesday, looks like a thousand for that one. These good cows, they're bringing 81 to 87, right up to 90 cents on these good high yielding green fed cows. The hay fed cows, they're bringing anywhere from seven. 77 to 84. The good bulls from 99 to a dollar nine. Sales right up to a dollar 12. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for Sig 5 TCP BP2 141 dollars 65 cents per hundred kilos. BP4 TCP4 154 dollars even per CKG. The outlook: two centimeters of snow mixed with freezing drizzle and clearing this afternoon. We're looking at a high of plus 3 today and a low of minus 4. In Regina, cloudy and plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. Make sure you have the right date marked. It's February 1, 2020. Hill 70 Quantock Ranch, 50th Bull Sale, Lloydminster, Alberta.